You're listening to the Nomcast, a proud member of Forgotten Entertainment. Hello, and welcome to the Nomcast the Netflix original movie podcast. I am your host, Andrew Morgan. You can follow the show at NomCastPod on Twitter and Instagram, and you can check us out on the web at NomCastPod.com. Okay, wow, you guys. Wow, what an episode we have for you today. The Kissing Booth 3, the final installment in the ultra-popular teen rom-com series of films, is out today, and I'm extremely excited to say that we have Lee Flynn himself actor Joel Courtney on the podcast. I know, right? I still can't believe it myself. It's pretty amazing that this all came together. Shout out to Netflix and the team at Brigade for helping us with this one. Thank you so much for setting this one up. It was a great conversation filled with Joel's feelings on being in this career-changing trilogy, what he'll miss now that it's ending, the trials of shooting part three in secret, some misadventures, shooting items on the bucket list, and much, much more. If this is your first time listening to the podcast and you want to support the show, feel free to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to us right now. And if you rather watch this conversation to see Joel's shining face, you could do that too, as there is a YouTube version of this conversation. The link for that is is in the show notes of this episode. All right, let's get to it, guys, shall we? After this quick break, we will bring you my conversation with Kissing Booth star, Joel Courtney. Thanks for listening. Hey, Field Hang 10. Watch out for a new wave of episodes for Forgotten Cinema Season 9, Forgotten Summer. Ugh, really, Butler, a theme season? Let me guess, we're going to talk about films that were released in the coveted summer months that for some reason seem to be forgotten by audiences. You know it, bro. What we liked about them or maybe didn't. But we'll always recommend people check them out. Maybe they'll find their own Forgotten Summer gem. So check out Forgotten Summer wherever you get your podcast, part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Hold on, gotta catch this wave. We're sitting at desk in the recording booth. Attention, culture consumers. Join me, the queen of queries, Sarah O'Connor, and my band of nerdy knights. Colleen McMillan. Flo Siegel. And Anders Drew. On Bohemian Geek Studies, where we take extremely dorky dives into our favorite fandoms, especially that Star Wars galaxy far, far away. Listen each week as we examine the stories that mean so much to us. Bohemian Geek Studies is available wherever you get your podcasts and is proudly part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. The end of an era, the beginning of everything else. That is the tagline for The Kissing Booth 3, the final film in the hit Netflix teen rom-com trilogy. And here to talk all about those complicated feelings, at least on this end of the table, uh, is one of the big stars of the film, actor Joel Courtney. Joel, thanks for taking the time. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Three films over a four-year span, tons of support from fans and Netflix alike. How does it feel to be a part of something like that? It's an honor. Um, it's been such an incredible journey. Uh, we've been kind of like shepherded and guided by Netflix um, producers, our director Vince Marcello. Like it, it's just been, it's just been an incredible journey. Um, so enjoyable, um, and I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for the world. 
Yeah, for sure. You've been very lucky to uh, have the same director, same cast all the way through. Uh, and now as it draws to a close, what do you think you'll miss the most out of this experience? So the thing I think I'm going to miss the most would definitely be like on set, um, working with Joey King and just laughing our heads off. <laughs> I mean, that was a, that was a, that was a daily thing. Um, we really got to like bond. We spent hours and hours and hours, day shoots, night shoots, um, just, it was, it was a lot of the two of us. Um, and we just had the greatest time. Yeah, it, I could definitely feel that vibe. I mean, especially uh, I love the fact that these movies include the blooper reels at, at the Me end and kind too. of see the real, real stuff. You know, yeah. I, you could tell the kind of bond that you have, uh, which is incredible and, and admirable. It's awesome uh, to see. You know, this film seems like it was a wild ride <laughs> all the way through for you and your co-stars. And if I remember correctly, you had to practically keep this one a secret until it was announced officially, right? Uh, so how hard was that for you? And did you have any close calls? It was super tough um, because we had announced the first and we knew that we were gonna be shooting two and three at the same time. Right. And so um, when, you're, when you're filming in, on, like, in, a, in a public location, you've got um, the slate kissing booth three Right. 51 take four right and you've got background actors going kissing booth three what <laughs> we're right. like oh you're not allowed to talk about that <laughs> yeah, here sign That's this not public. You, can't, you can't you can't talk about that you can't talk about that uh and then later when we were strictly filming number three uh we'd wrapped out two and we were in durban doing uh the majority of number three uh this was towards the end of the shoot um, I was surfing at one point and uh, there were some guys out there. Uh, they recognized me and they, sur they, they like paddled over to me. We're like just sitting in the waves. They're talking and they're like, Hey man, we, we heard uh, that maybe there's a number three. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. That's a rumor. <laughs> That's a, that is a room. I shut it down so fast. Also, I have no poker face. So there is a <laughs> right. total chance that I confirmed that there was a number three without even knowing about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture like one of those classic movie moments where somebody in a van pulls up, opens that, puts a bag over that guy's head and tosses him right in. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, never, kissing booth three never happened. <laughs> kissing booth never was not happening and no one ever heard from him again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you did mention uh, some of the locales. I am interested because, uh, you know, there's there's so many things you guys are doing in this film. It's not just stagnant in one location. Basically, it's a tourism guide for California in the movie. And I know, you know, the last couple of films have been shot in Cape Town, right? For, for right. the majority. So where was this one for the majority? Like, or was it just all over the map? So we filmed all three movies in Cape Town and we did establishing shots throughout L.A., which was awesome. Okay, uh, We were very lucky to be able to do that. The cool thing about two and three, we filmed them at the same time, like I'd mentioned, and um the majority of the film we filmed uh, at the end of our four month, three and a half month gap of time where we were filming. We were in Durban. So we did, we took the entire cast, the entire crew, we moved them to a different city. Right. And um, we filmed, and it was basically a beach town. Uh, we just, we just stayed in like this little beach town, um, like 
couple hotels, like one restaurant, two restaurants, maybe it was oh, wow. a really small community. And, um, we ended up filming just like 10 minutes down the road on that seat on that, uh, on that coast where, uh, we walk through the house, we open up the curtains and it opens up and it was just stunning. Like the water yeah. was so blue. The palm trees were just blowing in the wind. It was just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, so yeah, we filmed there for a month straight and that was mostly number three. Okay. Uh, and then we were down in Cape town a little bit doing city shots here and there, but, uh, it was, it was a lot of, it was a lot of, um, it was a lot in Durban. Yeah. Yeah. It, you seem to be, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, you're like spoiled all of a sudden between these three films. I mean, yeah. I, what you're gonna i don't know if you should uh you know especially because netflix seems to not care too much you can get the adam sandler route and just like get all the cast and crew together and just keep doing this over and over again over right? and over again yeah, yeah. It was just a different writer and just over and over and over again just pick a yeah. new <laughs> exactly just pick a new exotic locale you know next time you're a spy or something let you know yeah. just draw it up you're a I creative guy right let's do it <laughs> i love it i love it yeah that's a great idea <laughs> yeah Let's talk about one of the the main pieces of the film, the uh, the beach bucket list, because you guys apparently love the list. Anything that where you can create some larger uh, thing around that. It was first it was the rules. Now it's the beach bucket list. It feels like Vince Marcello saw your appearance on Double Dare a couple of years back and was like, yeah, let's just do all that. Let's yeah. just do that. Just bigger. Um, yeah. So do you have any input on this list or like because but this movie wasn't based on a book for once, right? This one was, um, so Beth Rickles, the writer of the original book, uh, she right. had a, she had a summer, like a beach summer book. Right. And I think the idea was that like, we'll do the summer before college right. where Elle has to choose um, what she's going to do. Right. Uh, but I don't think any of the like, the direct story content was used. Um, as I'm okay. uh, as I, uh, like, as I recall, um, Vince wrote that one. Um, right. Like just him. So yeah, no, the beach buck list was huge. We didn't really have any say because they structured um, like the script around crazy things that we would want to do as kids. Like right. what would a kid want to do? Sing with helium. That's hysterical. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You would want to jump a dirt bike from one building to another. In hindsight, that's not a great idea. You literally <laughs> die doing that if you're not yeah. properly trained. Um, and like <laughs> skydiving, you know, like fun things like that. And so then we would do montages where we would just do like a bunch of bucket list things, and uh, and we kind of went from there. Um, but yeah, I remember I remember the first time reading through the list of bucket list items things. I was like. This is, this is a strong bucket list. This is a very, very strong. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a, was any of them like particularly hard to shoot? Um, yeah. Race day was nuts. So race day was uh, two weeks. So there were, um, there were weather issues. There were uh, reshoots. Um, it was so, uh, it was almost choreographed like a dance. Right. Uh, the way that uh, Vince Marcello kind of like structured it and wrote it out and planned it in mm -hmm. his head. 
uh, like very, very specific, like this happens and then this shot and then this, and then, and like, so we went in, we got like as much as we possibly could. Um, and then we went in to do pickups later on. So in total, I think we ended up doing like 10, 12 days of that. Oh, wow. Um, which is crazy. Yeah, especially uh, in that costume especially in that costume <laughs> that wig went on every day uh, every time it went on i was like oh this wig the dress <laughs> didn't really bother me the gloves like annoying like pushing them up before every take not so bad the wig right. like itched it was crazy it was huge but uh our our hair department was phenomenal and they were able to keep it on even though i was driving go-karts and dirt and everything it was awesome it was awesome yeah, it's impressive. I mean, we've all gone to a Halloween party where like you start the night in one gorgeous costume or whatever that you spent your heart on. And then within an hour, you're just like, nope, this is falling apart. I'm over it. Like, <laughs> let's yep. just get back in regular clothes. I don't yep. want to do this anymore. So yeah. uh, my heart goes out to you on that one, especially to do it for that length of time. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Elle, Elle mentions in the movie, like one of the items could get you arrested. I thought they showed most of the list. I, I don't know. Was she talking about a, a specific one? Did we see that one in the, in the movie? So um, I think that was actually an ad lib. If, so I'm, was not, okay. if, I, if I'm not mistaken, um, <laughs> there were a couple that could definitely get us hurt. Um, but I think she, I, she, I think she like ad libbed that one. And I, and like my laugh, cause she says, Ooh, that one could get us arrested. And I honestly laughed. And then I brought it back down. I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. I was trying to save it so that the take was usable. But um, right. But yeah. Oh, man. I don't I don't actually remember if there was one that got us arrested or could have gotten us arrested. I don't know. The dirt bike one seems like if you did it in the wrong place, you're probably yes. like, where are you setting that one up yeah. to, to not get arrested? Yeah, you know? we ended up filming that one on top of, I want to say, one of the buildings in like downtown L.A., but not wow. like the skyscrapers, the the area around that are like seven, eight floors. We were right. on top of that building, and um, I think it, I think it must have hit the editing floor because uh, I I specifically remember filming that, and I don't think it, I don't think it made it in the movie. I don't think so. Um, but yeah, they had us like harnessed. Uh, and then they had Jacob on top and like, he was like grabbing us off the bikes. And then we threw the bikes off of the building onto the alley below. <laughs> they were like, don't hit the camera, but aim in this general direction. And we had two guys just like, just eat, just like throw them off the roof. Oh my God. And they just like, just, they just blew up on impact. Cause it was like eight floors. It was crazy. That is awesome. Yeah. yeah I, I wonder how many, now that you're mentioning it, cause I, you know, maybe like a handful make the movie. So I'm sure, I don't know how many you actually shot, but that would be incredible. Like, you know, obviously it didn't make the blooper thing that I can imagine too. So man, I miss the days of DVDs sometimes where you get like the, the extra commentary track or, or some kind of like extra deleted scene stuff. Yeah. Can, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those are good oh, times. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it is, it is a delightful film and I'm sad to see uh, the trilogy come to an end. Um, also this year to all the boys ended as well. Yeah. Uh, and, and somewhere uh, like a 14 year old is just a puddled mess uh, sitting on the ground. Just so upset. Crying themselves <laughs> asleep every night. Yeah. Um, yeah Netflix is going to need to come up with a new, uh, new rom-com trilogy. 
for sure. Because the pressure's I, on because there's a there's a fan base there that's like no. Yeah, there's a big appetite for it, you know, and it you know it's it's one of those things that you know these two film series they brought back like kind of like a whole genre here with the teen rom-com genre do you think that the the genre was helped by what you had and that it's going to be here to stay like something will just prop back up in its place i do like to think that netflix kind of reinvigorated the the teen rom-com um i and i also love the uh the nod to the uh the old Hughes movies uh, with Molly Ringwald. Yeah. Uh, it feels like a passing of the baton from Molly to Joey. Um, and, and it was just super fun having her on set. She's awesome. Uh, she's a legend. Um, but yeah, I'd like to think that Netflix is like breathed like life into the teen rom-com. And I, I mean, I definitely feel like they have uh, to all the boys kissing booth um like it's just it's popping up again you know yeah for sure no and I, I appreciate all those nods too you're actually aren't you uh possibly coming up for another molly ringwald uh movie together i think i heard uh, a rumor about that um we we did a little movie together um although i'm not sure what's going on with it okay and i don't That's know fair. how much i can say sorry got excited <laughs> But I, you know, like I said, I love these films. I'm glad that they did all that too, especially like part one. They they really went full force on, on the Breakfast Club stuff and and a few lines of. I think even this one has a line from Pretty Pretty in Pink that she she has. So yeah, I, I'm a big fan too, and I appreciate all that. So rule number twenty one, Joel. I just want to refresh your memory. If you see something awesome, show your best friend. And now that we are totally best friends. What was the last awesome thing you saw? The last awesome thing, not a movie, just like in life, I saw. Oh, well, I mean, I was aiming for Or do you mean like stuff, movie? But I was, yeah. But if you got some other thing, like you saw something on the street, that's oh, almost more fun. Um, I'll give you both. Um, okay. Last awesome, awesome movie I saw. Uh, it was in theaters recently wasn't it? Oh my goodness. Um, I am totally blanking right now. Wow. No, it's uh, fine. Okay. Well then, uh, last just amazing, phenomenal movie. I watched, you know, what? I watched the departed recently. Cannot, cannot get enough of that movie. Yeah. Even though that's a throwback, I highly recommend it for everyone. <laughs> yeah. If that's considered a throwback, I'm, I'm yeah. losing my mind, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, sure. Scorsese, you know, hey, he's a Netflix guy, too. So, absolutely, you know, yeah, he's oh, really on board there, too. So, you know, who knows what we'll see from him. But absolutely, that that is a classic movie. I absolutely love that one, too, as well. Um, I appreciate you taking the time. Now, you also have a, another Netflix movie players coming up, too, right? I do. Yeah, um, it's with uh, Gina Rodriguez and uh, Damon right. Jr., and Tom Ellis, uh, Augustus Prue, myself, and Liza Koshy. And it is going to rock. Uh, <laughs> we are uh, done with week two now. And uh, okay. we're just having the best time. Um, it's, oh man, it's so good. Uh, I'm, I'm like, I can't really say anything. There's nothing really public about it, but um, 
it has been just so much fun. Uh, and I'm really excited to work with Netflix again. Um, it feels like home, you know, it's comfortable. Like I know the people, um, yeah, I just like it. Yeah. There's tons of Netflix all-stars in there, yourself included. So I look forward to that. Hopefully we could chat again when that comes through, but appreciate you taking the time today and, and congratulations on this trilogy. It's amazing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that.